0: Hey, before you start the podcast today, just know it's filled with lots of language.
1: There's some language. Sorry. Lots, not Sorry. Lots, I lots. mean,
0: it's fine. Just, it's fine. It is what it is. So here is your adult <laughs> disclaimer. Well, we are back. Miguel and Holly Uncensored with Scotty the Vodder. Oh, hey. hey. And we are, if you don't live in the area, just dealing with, as we're recording the podcast, um, the, I guess the, the tell or the after, effects, aftermath, yeah. the after not even after math, the it the aftermath, the effects of,
1: is, but it's hard to say aftermath when it wasn't really that big of a deal to begin with.
0: I know, but there, there are people obviously that are not in the Tampa Bay, like a metro area that are like closer inland that are dealing with some stuff.
1: Right. We're, we're talking like if you were in like Lakeland, Kissimmee, Orlando area, you had some pretty bad storms come through last night. And this morning.
0: Right. I, you know, I'm getting to the point. I feel like sometimes I want to just post on social media for work, but not scroll through it. That's
2: a great idea.
0: Because I literally, before we started the podcast, I was like, well, let me just sort of do like a brain break. And just like scroll through some stuff. that's
1: not what social media is for anymore.
0: No, it's not. It used to be like, oh, here's some like. Crazy stuff for my life that's funny yeah some, some meme right nice or something get away but like and granted, maybe it's just where I am at this moment in my life like like today literally where I'm just like a lot of stuff going on. yeah, where I just saw people like posting clips of news reporters from Tampa Bay like out reporting about what was happening last night when the um what we thought at the time or what was a hurricane it what was. was coming up through the water and stuff. And then, like, there was a reporter who was, like, maybe being a little dramatic, you know, talking about some of the things that could happen. And people were sharing. And they're like, these crazy people always making things so dramatic. Oh, my God. And then I just got so furious. Oh, dear. Because I'm like, if they didn't say anything and then some shit happened, Mm -hmm. people would be like... Well, where were the reporters? <laughs> yeah. Where was the forecasters? Yeah. Why didn't you warn us? Yeah, exactly.
1: Yeah. And I
0: guess we just work in a position, and not even us, because we're not the news. We just pass along what they tell us Yeah, to you, that we're living in a time where it's like you're damned if you do, you're damned if you don't. But exactly. that's just part of what, that's part of the job description is you got to deal with stupid ass people and i'm sorry if this is you i'm just in a mood right now where yes. it's like nothing is ever good enough like oh yeah nobody can ever be like wow you know what i'm thankful it wasn't as bad as it was but i'm thankful huh. that i was prepared and that you took the time to warn me about what it, what could have happened it's right. mother nature we don't know like and we, also that's their job they get paid for right like i just <laughs> and i know i know i'm in a oh, mood yeah. where i'm just like i saw that And it's like somebody I like and I love and I was just like
1: I know. The worst How about low hanging -hanging fucking fruit?
0: Like <laughs> Just fuck's sake.
1: Well, can I tell a story about low hanging fruit that made me mad? Oh, Please. wow. Minute, <laughs> it's Come on, gonna let's, be go. The, let's, no, go. Did, let's go. I I'm, I'm not angry. This was I, this was disappointing. This wasn't angry. I was not angry. Um,
0: I do have some positive stuff once we're done with this bitch session.
1: Okay, that's fine. <laughs> <laughs> Where else am I going to talk about this? True. Okay, go okay. ahead. So, sorry, positive Scotty. Sometimes. Right. We no, Britt, go about ahead. Sometimes you got to unload. Oh boy! Okay, so here it is. Uh, so, um, over the week, over the Fourth of July weekend, I had collected some photos and um, posted about this um, mental health fundraising charity event that I spoke at a few weeks mm. ago, and um, was very shocked and not. Prepared to receive an award at as well, and I think I, I talked about it. It was actually when you were out for your grandmother's funeral, Miguel. I talked about it on the air, um, but we didn't like go into great detail or anything. And I I didn't bring it up too often on the air because I didn't want to be like, "Ooh, look at me! I get to go speak at a thing," um, because I don't do that very often. So I don't know how to talk about it. So anyway, I didn't. I wasn't going to post on my own page anyway, but I got some cool pictures from the guy, uh, yeah. Ian who uh, asked me to speak at this It's Grace Point Foundation, by the way. They're this foundation, this organization that is hugely impactful in Tampa Bay. And they make all kinds of mental health, um, like, help available services available to people. Um, and not just mental health, like other, like physical health as well. Like there was actual doctors working there and they have, um, th- it's just really cool when you look into it, there's a lot of branches, but mainly it focuses on mental health. So the fact that this organization reached out to me and was like, we want you to share your story, which I was really scared to do, but I did it. And, um, you know, that night they also then presented me with the mental health, uh, the community mental health champion award, which yeah. I was like, that's, I was, I cried. I was just didn't. That's huge. It was. um, So I was like, all right, I'm going to do a post about it. He sent the pictures and I I was just so excited about it. I made sure like, you know, my face didn't look splotchy. I did like one swipe of a filter, probably didn't need to, but whatever. And then I posted it and I wrote out um a pretty sort of, deep-ish post about what it meant to me and how my—and I I was vague because I still can't go into all of it, but I was vague about my mental health experience and how I did not seek out advocacy, but I did choose it because something Mm -hmm. came into my life, and it got kind of deep, so I posted it, and as— I'm sure you do this when you post, too. You post some pictures or a picture. You write a caption. And then as soon as you post it, you obsessively reread it.
0: Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And you,
1: like, make sure there's no spelling errors or, like. Because
0: I've usually left out an and or the or but. And I'm like, oh, gosh.
1: So I did that. I obsessively looked over it. I looked at the caption. And then I looked through the pictures. And I realized on my own that, that the microphone in front of me was making a shadow on my chest. It looked a little bit like a penis. It did look like a penis. It looked like a penis. Just a little bit. Right. Yeah, kind of a lot bit. Yeah. But I looked at that and I was like, what? Well, whatever. It's it's whatever. Y'all, it was not whatever.
2: I literally didn't even notice that the first time I looked I, at it. I, I didn't I don't either. Even think I still have a, seen it.
1: A lot of people didn't, but I I did not give it much mind because that's not really my type of humor. Like, I was like, oh. A
2: penis shadow. Oh, geez.
1: <laughs> I, I think that penis that penis shadow is a little bit visible, but I was like, it's not that big of a deal, especially when you compare it to what the post
0: is about. Yeah. I was going to say, like, if you had posted something where you were out at the beach and it was like your umbrella looked like a penis on your chest. It's like, ha ha, Holly's at the beach, where to paint. And it's like, okay, whatever. It's a casual Uh beach pic.
1: Like, I would have joined in and been like, got it. uh,
0: But this was like a very serious, serious, inspirational, touching, uh, vulnerable post. It was very vulnerable. Yes.
1: And one of the first comments was like, you know that thing looked like a dick on your chest? And I was like, okay, and I got upset about it, but I'm like, no, I am resilient and strong, and it doesn't matter. It does look like a dick. I got it. Ha! So I wrote back under that comment, and I was like, I know, and, like, it did cross my mind to, like, like Photoshop it. Like, y'all, I don't know how to Photoshop. I was like, I would have Photoshopped it out, but I don't really know how. <laughs> oh
2: my God, I don't know.
1: No. So I was like, that's obviously going to be it, because other people will see that there's already been a dick comment, and that's it. You can it. delete the comment. I could have, but I was like, mm, that's, I, I own up to things. Right. So as the day went on, this post was up for about two-ish hours, and I would see some comments coming through, and some people were really positive about mental health with the post, and some people were congratulatory, and some people said, you know, this really inspired, you've inspired my mental health journey. And I was like, holy shit, this is incredible. It was a great um, sharing thing. Mm-hmm. But as the post was up, More and more and more comments about the fucking dick. And some of them Uh. were like, girl, you know you got a dick on your hand? And some of them were like, hashtag unfortunate mic placement. And some of that, like, I'm like, I got it. Like, it started to become more about the shadow on my chest than what the post was. And every time I saw it. I started to get angry because I was like, did you read the caption at all? And I'm like, no, every single part. And it wasn't every single, but in my mind, I was like, every single person that was commenting didn't give any fucks about what it was. It was just like, <laughs> Haha. do you have a dick on your chest? Oh my, God. Did you know? Did- hey, did
2: you know there's a dick on your chest?
1: And like you said, like some of these people are people I like and respect.
2: Mm-hmm. But I was like, you want to be taken really? seriously in that moment. I was
1: like, I- you You could have chosen not to say that, yes, but you didn't. And so then after it had been up and it had uh, gotten quite a few likes and I had gotten quite a few comments that were really fantastic – like, the one more comment, like, pushed it over the edge. And I was like, fuck it. I'm going to take it down. Oh. So I took the whole thing down. And uh. then I put a sticker over the shadow so that you wouldn't see that. And then I reposted it and the thing. And then there weren't as many comments. And I, whatever, because social media doesn't work that way. And I was just so, I was so, and I know it's a stupid thing to be frustrated and irritated about in the grand scheme of life. But I was. And I can't help it that I was frustrated. So I just, I fixed it. But thanks a lot.
0: Well, you know what? Let me say something. I think that we as a culture have to stop trying to act like social media isn't important, or what people say on social it media isn't important. You. Because social media is almost like being in a room, a gymnasium, and you know, sixty people liked your post and five people commented. Right. To me, that's like sixty people walking through the Showed door of your up party, to your thing. and then five people actually walked up to you and said. I'm really enjoying your event. I mean, these are actual people. So it is important. And so that's like if you were at the event making this very impassioned speech and then all these people were just looking at you and looking at the words coming out of your mouth and saying there's a dick on her chest and totally missing the point of the speech you were making.
1: And saying it out loud.
0: Right. Like just standing up and you're like, well, and then I decided to,
1: you got a dick on your (laughs) chest. Ah!"
0: Keep going with your speech, girl. Like, that's what it's like.
1: It is. And I think the thing that made me the most upset, like, honestly, like you had said, if it was like a beach photo or whatever, whatever, I
2: would not have cared. But you put a lot of effort into what you said and also what you did, the action behind why you're even there.
1: It's about mental health. Yeah. How many times are you going to tag me about a dick on my chest and not think it's going to affect my mental mental health? health? Yes. People, I just like, okay, like, I get it. And I don't I'm not trying to, like, shame the people that did that, because, again, like I said, some of them I interact with pretty often, often, pretty frequently. And I know they're not like I don't they don't I know they weren't being malicious, but they were not thinking of how it could impact Mm. another person. And that's the fucking point of mental health.
0: Well, and I think what happens with social media is that we forget that. Oh, you, you know, they may have just been in cuz I don't know who it was, but they may have just been in the bathroom looking at a post for a couple seconds, saw it and made a comment. Yeah. And like probably didn't read the post. I'm sure yeah. they maybe did, some at of them didn't. Any of the comments and then just wrote a funny comment knowing that, oh, I know Holly, she'll think this is funny. Haha, and then moved on with it. Right. But that's where I feel like we in taking social media more seriously have to get the context of something. Like, if I'm coming to your house for a party, I'm not just going to bust into your house telling dick jokes. I'm going to walk in, read the room. Who's here? Are these people that I know? Are these people that are maybe from higher up at work that (laughs) I want to maybe be a little bit more tasteful? Or are these long-term friends of ours who I know we're just going to, like, be crazy all night and, like, just have fun and not take anything too seriously. Right. Like, we've got to be better as a society, and I'll put this on myself, too, about reading the room and mm-hmm. understanding the moment on someone's social media because it is serious, and people do take it seriously. I mean, teens kill themselves over what people say about them on social media. And then
1: the out, the, the, when, people, when anyone kills themselves over a social media something or other, everyone's like... Why didn't they reach out?
2: A lot are, and we're just missing it.
1: You you missed it. Yes. So and and I don't. I'm not trying to say my thing was like that serious and that thing, but like, it bothered me, and that's all. It just bothered me. Not I wasn't like I was disappointed. I was really disappointed that like. I don't get too deep on my social media that often. And the time that I did, it was, and I get it. There was a dick shadow on my chest, <laughs> which in some other circumstance would have been funny, but not, not, right, not right in that moment. Mm. So then I pulled it down and I reposted it. And I don't know, you know, I do, I have, you know, more comments. And luckily, since there's no dick shadow on my chest, the comments are all like in line with what the post is about.
0: Right. Reading the room. Right. And digesting it. And I think that just goes for anything in life. You read the room before you say something or before you comment on something. just understand the context.
1: yeah, mm. so anyway, that was that's my fun story about social media.
0: Well, I mean, you know what? I think that but that's just a bigger issue of social media. And there's this article that I've bookmarked uh, to read because it was sort of a longer New York Times article where it talked about how, you know, even in, and I noticed it in the past six years, five years, four years, three years, how social media, how we continue to, like, write it off in very um, casual like, conversations. Like yeah. It's like,
1: oh, it's that. So totally? it's
0: just Instagram. It's just, this is a billion dollar business. And I they're mean
1: controlling te- your every move, like we right. talked about, with, like, the social
0: experience. What is it? The social... <laughs> whatever it whatever is. Whatever it's called. Netflix. But, yeah. like, that... <laughs> like how like the behind-the-scenes mechanics yeah. of it, but then also about uh, how people's businesses are yeah. made on it and how that is a part of how people pay for their lives right now is through social media. Yeah. And then also on top of that, they're controlling what you see. Like there is this video that a friend sent me about TikTok and about black creators. Oh, yeah. And I haven't had time to really dig into it to see if it was true, mm-hmm. but there was a, a video that someone had posted that said that like, And I don't remember where it was, like, every time they tried to write, like, Black Lives Matter or, like, Black something, that it would devalue the monetization of their post or something like that. Like I said, I got to read more into it because I don't know if it was accurate or not. Oh. But, like, if that is true, like— that's how much it's affecting people or the black creators on TikTok that with Megan The Stallion's new song said, we're not making up a dance. Because, because everyone
1: steals the dances. Right,
0: because white TikTok credit. creators yeah. who yeah. have millions of followers who make millions of dollars off of TikTok just steal the dance and make it their own. And they were like, well, let's see what you do when you have to make up your own dance. Yeah. And so it is is it affects people, and we can't just continue to just be like, oh, girl. Pretend it doesn't. It's, it's just, just TikTok. Media, it's yeah. just social media. Like, it's it's very serious now.
1: Okay. Done, done with my soapbox.
0: All right. Here's the good news, uh,
1: Here's the good news, Scott. I do I do have hey. some good news. I'm I'm here for it all. All
0: right, Scott, do you have something you want to bag about?
2: No. Well, everyone? I mean, the only thing on my social media is, like, the only thing that, like, got on me recently is just when people are, like, you know, because obviously I have a girlfriend now. Oh, okay. And just, Bring it on. No, just, I've already really processed this. But the one that really irked me is like when I first per- like posted a picture of my girlfriend. Everyone's like, "Looks like he has a type."
1: Yeah. But in,
2: in, I think my girlfriend, luckily, just kind of laughs about it. But like, you know, you wouldn't say that if you just walked up to us and I introduced you to her. And that was <gasps> there was a couple comments like that where I was like,
1: "Really? Like, you're like, do you not think like she's that not going to look through sees this?
2: this?" And that was my like, there was a couple like that. And I'm like, again, I. It was just kind of weird because I'm like, you know, this is an awkward I I thing. I saw that, some
1: really awkward comments that yeah. went even beyond that where it yeah. was like comparisons were made. And I was like, do y'all realize that everyone sees this? It's not just your brain.
2: Yeah. So that was the only one recently that I'm like, uh, okay. All right. I I get it. Like, but you're missing the entire thing here. You're like, okay.
1: thank you for that unnecessary <laughs> and unwelcome opinion.
0: <laughs> yeah. Have yeah. a
1: great day.
0: Yeah. Um, I eh. am. I am curious, though, like, what has she said, your girlfriend, about the comparisons to uh, people you've dated in the past?
2: I I think, well, she brought it up way before we were ever public. She was like, do you, like, well, she was like, do you think of me like I look similar? Or, like, are you with me because I, like, you know, I look similar? And I was like, no, I actually, I never even thought about it. It never crossed my mind one time. And when she said it, I was like, nope, and I still don't really see it. It's like it's the two completely different people. Cause you know the personalities, right? Uh, yeah. And absolutely. So she said it originally, and I don't think it really bothers her, but it was, you know, I knew this was gonna happen as soon. And I, you know, you try to warn okay. as many times as possible. And
1: can we address the elephant in the room? There are some similarities to their looks. Yeah. There are some similarities to their looks. I mean, yeah. On a, on
0: a general, on like, a
1: if, very general scale. Right.
0: If you weren't looking and you didn't know. Yeah, if you don't know and you're one, just like,
2: and you do right. a quick look, you're like, okay. Right. But you know, it's just but it's more so I don't know, I just would never find myself in that position to be like, Oh, I know you're with your boo thing right now, but you gotta type. It's like I don't wanna bring somebody else's like past thing into a current thing. It would just be awkward for like, you know, the person to read it.
1: Again, what if you were in person that's and you're in like a a small group of four people with cocktails in your hand and you're like, Well, you look an awful lot like so and so. What? Yeah. Are
2: you? It's s- just awkward. But luckily, awkward like, like rude. she doesn't really care. Like, that was not one of the comments that were like, you know, oh, that gets under my skin. She kind of just laughed it out, and, yeah. you know, that's why it's really nice because we're just open about it. What can you do? Yeah, and so she was cool with it, but I do I do know she just – I maybe she reads through all the comments. I think at first she was starting to read through all the comments. I was like, don't. Don't ever do but it. But you have – I mean, it's one of those things. You, thing. to, you will at first. But, yeah, but you know curious. in the beginning it's like you're going right. to – like, there's – hundreds of comments that are just so nice and just so great. And you
1: like to read those. (laughs) Of course, but
2: you're going to find the one that's just a little off and it's just, that's going to be the one that sits on you. Because there's probably a couple of those And her and I have talked I can't think of anyone specifically, but there's been a couple where it's like well, what about this? And I'm like I I know, I know, I get it. People just, some people just don't have a filter and I don't know if they just expect you not to read these, but like, I know you're going to read these. Try not to read these. Read the one nice one and just move on.
0: Well, to me, and I think this is a perfect example of what, where I think the point of this whole conversation is, and maybe this is just some people don't think they just type and go. Yes. Where if I were to, well, damn, because I'm like, I think of how is this, how would, how are you, how is he supposed to respond to your comment? And then I'm like, all right, well, maybe they don't even think about that. But then I'm like, well, don't they even think that would be weird But then some people don't even realize how inappropriate that is. Yeah. Because in my mind, if I wrote on your Instagram, like, must have a type, like, what am I expecting you to respond with? Like, yep, sure do. (laughs) Right. (laughs) I know. Yeah. You know what? I actually seek out the same type of girl every time. That's the only reason we're dating. Right. That's it. Like, I, I know nothing about her personality. I don't even know, like, what she does. I just know she looks like my ex.
2: Like, what are you supposed to say to that? So that was actually, like, one of those, and that made me think of another one. Somebody messaged me, like, actually messaged me, and they're like, oh, you move on quite quick, don't you? And I was like, holy shit. I was like, do you have any idea? Like, I don't know. I was like, who Six? are you to tell me I that? Would've, I would have pulled out the big old block nah, on I, that one. Because, like, that's what, what I the, just the fuck, fuck do you think interact. you know us? Well, that's what my, my whole thought was like, what do you want me to say back to that? Oh, you're right. I'm just flying on through. I was like... Nope, not even gonna go what? into this ah. <laughs> into this hole. Ah. But it's a, it's weird comments like that where I'm like, would you walk up to me and say, "Damn, you move on quick"? No. So what makes it any different? Like I still read it with my same eyeballs and the, but I'm still the, i just process it. Maybe
1: the thing is some some people might, and and just so you know, like it, that's also rude in person.
2: <laughs> like, yeah. Well, why? It's, just, it's that thought. Like I guess I'm just you know we in this room always think about how the other person takes things, and so it's like in my head I'm like. How do you expect me to react like that? And so, again, I just deleted it. And I was like, what an interesting thing to say to somebody when, you know, I'm like well, celebrating a new relationship, a new chapter in my life and really happy. And You're like, wow, moving on quick, aren't you? I'm like, you're like Jesus Christ. Actually, no, not
0: really. Actually
1: no, And do you know that, you know, there's been therapy involved <laughs> and like I've been through some other stuff in my life. And uh, by the way, who are you?
0: <laughs> I wonder so. if it's – because I'm, I'm like really trying to – because obviously – I do not think that anybody who writes these comments are bad people or evil people. No. I'm just trying to understand what would make you say that. I'm wondering if it's the same people that like to be in the know. Like, they think that they have discovered something that no one else has Uh. discovered, or they're, um... Like, they got it first? Right. Or, like, they're like, ooh, ha! I bet no one ever realized that hmm, he must have a type. (laughs) Or, there's a dick on your chest. Or the hurricane wasn't really a hurricane. Why are these people being so dramatic? Are like, they
1: tr- so? So let me get this straight. So are they're trying to feel important because they knew something first?
0: Like they're trying to be funny, or they're trying to say that they have that they've made uh, an observation oh, yeah, new, that new nobody discovery. else has yeah. have, and they're like, ha ha! I have a funny observation that no one else has noticed.
1: Maybe. Could, I yeah. was starting to think, and I can't share all the parts and pieces of this on this podcast for various reasons, but I told you all a, a behind the scenes a story about someone in my life who asked a very audacious question of someone in my life. It was like, basically, um, I have someone in my life who asked another person in my life uh, yes. for yeah. like yeah. Um, yeah. 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 like uh, a handout, basically. Oh. And it's I can't get into the details. But just suffice to say, it's so the audacity that someone would have to ask for this from the specific person they're asking from, like it knows no there's like no shame involved. And I'm like, how does someone have just I think this is the same vein, right? Maybe this is We're the on same, same vein tree
2: branch Tri- right?
1: same tree, yeah, grown in the same shrubbery family, something <laughs> where it's like. <sighs> I don't care. I don't care. Do you just not care? Is it a, is it a lack of empathy? Is it a complete lack of awareness about how another person might feel? Mm,
2: that's probably a lot of it. Lack of awareness is big, especially especially for your post, Holly. Like, yeah, that's completely not paying attention yes. to anything else going on. I'm just gonna comment about a penis. Yeah, I and think you're like, a lot just of read the first sentence of, of your post, and you're like, well, maybe I shouldn't. Re- Talk yeah. about a penis here. This is pretty serious. Yeah. And a big moment for Holly. Hey, Maybe great for post-penis. you on speaking
1: on mental health. You have a dick on your chest. Okay. Yeah. But anyway,
2: that's complete lack of awareness.
1: I, I agree. That's lack of awareness. But I think some of it is, the also it's the same tree shrub of the people who are who like to be brutally honest. They just want to be brutally honest because that's how they are. That's who are. I am. And by the way, <laughs> I, that's not a personality trait. You're just a dick. <laughs> Okay, it's not you're, you I don't know why people brag about being brutally honest because what you're just doing is being mean.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: You can be honest with someone,
0: but minus the
1: brutal part. Mm. Okay? Brutal is because you like to be mean.
0: And I'm really trying to put on and wear what someone's other side point of view would be. Like how could someone say Well, maybe you're just being too sensitive or maybe you're just – and I keep coming back to you just don't care about other people. Correct. If you come to that, like if you say these things knowing that you are being mean-spirited or you're asking for too much or – because I do think that there is a little bit of – if we're to take this uh, like one step deeper where – me as a gay man who is a people pleaser, I will say things that I won't say things um, because I'm like, ooh, maybe that's too mm. much. Maybe that's mm. too much. Maybe I shouldn't yeah. say that. Whereas, oh, I'll, I'll, I'll include this like, as a black gay man, I'm like, well, I don't want to come off this way. I don't want to say this. It's going to make me look bad. Well, eyes on so you. I'm not. And then I'll see a white guy, a straight white guy say something that I would have said or done something that I thought I should have done and they get away with it and not like it's a bad thing but they it just it, it, goes it, by it It's unnoticed. received well. Yeah, okay. And it's like, oh, and I'm like, well, I should have said that. I should have. But I put myself in a box. Yeah. And so I'm trying to see if could any of what we've talked about been that. Be
1: us putting ourselves in a box?
0: Right. Where we're putting ourselves in a box at all, if that makes sense. Like, is that <sighs> us? And Because I'm, I'm really trying to think about if I'm listening to this podcast and I know that I've made some of these comments before and I'm like, what makes me feel like I'm right and you're wrong?
1: Well, hold on. I want to make a differentiation, yes, because, like I said, I don't, I do not think all the people that made the dick comments on my post were the same people that are just be quote being brutally honest, right. or being malicious. Mm. There is a wide spectrum, and what Scott said about it being just she's not paying attention
2: mm-hmm. and going about your business taking a dookie yeah,
1: or whatever. You're like scrolling yes. in your kitchen and you're just looking at something. And you're like, ah, there's a dick. I'm gonna make sure she knows, or whatever. And then that's it. And I think there's a difference between that. And that was that's more of like, well, probably a little bit more a little more awareness would have been nice. Yeah, but in I'm, those cases. I'm yeah. not saying that like I think people were being mean. I was just disappointed that people didn't read the post or, mm. you know, maybe think that I might feel some type of way after being exposed and vulnerable about talking about the dick. But then we sort of leapfrogged over into a different genre of people who I don't know. There's like a type of people who just tell it like it is or like I said, we'll be be brutally honest and that's how they are. Like, I don't think that they care very much about how other people feel. Mm -hmm. And maybe that's just another way of being. Like, we are people who care how other people feel. Right. And there are a group of people who don't give any fucks about how other people feel and they're just here to live their life. And they they are successful with it. Mm -hmm. But I do think that Having a core of human empathy for others mm. is the higher goal. Yes. And I can't tell you exactly how I know that. And it's not just because I'm that way. I'm that way because I feel it's right.
0: Well, and it's what sort of legacy or what impression that you want to leave with people.
1: And I mean doesn't but it, it feels better. Maybe it doesn't feel better for I'm about to
0: say, right. a, I don't know. Yeah. Maybe it doesn't Maybe for it some doesn't people. feel better.
2: Well, some people have their own thing. Go- like, if they're already triggered in their own life, they want you to feel that same way. Like, if you're already mad, you want somebody else to be mad with you.
1: And all this goes back to psychology. Well,
2: yeah. Yeah, absolutely. You talk
1: to any psychologist or anybody in that entire, like, realm of professions or whatever, they'll tell you that those people that don't care, they've been, their human empathy has been turned off in some way. So they've probably dealt with trauma and they've probably buried their emotions or they've been been taught that their emotions are bad and not welcome. And uh, if you have them, you will not survive. And to survive is to mm. be, you know, brash and bold and don't take no shit. And so I think, and, I'm, and I think that this is where I, this is where it's like sucks that I feel so much because I do feel like the people that are, uh, that have the audacity in my personal uh, story that I mentioned, or the people that are just going to be brutally honest They're all suffering from something. And it goes back to hurt people hurting people. Uh, So that's why I feel like it's right. Not because you're right, uh, I'm wrong, or I'm wrong, and you're uh, right, whatever. I think it's just, it comes down to, I just know a lot about human psychology and how it works, and you got something you didn't process. Right. And that's why you are projecting all of this other anger or hurt or negative human emotion out into the universe. Without really thinking. Because how can you think about how someone else might feel if you feel so shitty?
0: Mm, Right, right.
1: So that's my take.
0: No, and I agree. I I think I am on the... uh, I've always tried to be a both sides type of person. Like, let me understand the other side. I
1: definitely want to get to the root of what's causing things. I
0: do. But I'm recently starting to realize that... Some people just don't give a fuck about other people and that there's not like they're like, well, because to me, like if I could have my perfect society, like everybody would make a lot of money. Everyone would have a nice place to live and you would have a job that you love and be able to live a life that you truly feel fulfilled in. Yeah. But there are some people that I'm realizing as I get older that just don't care about other people's happiness. Like, well, yeah, like when I see a homeless person, I'm like, I, I want to give them money. I want to help them. I want to get them into a, a program that can figure out what happened. How did they get there? How can we make it better? Yeah. I don't ever just drive past and say, fuck huh, em. well, you fucked up at life.
1: But do you see what I'm saying, though, is that in order to get to a point where you say, fuck them. I, I'm just I'm out, I'm looking out for me, right. I don't care about how other people feel. I definitely don't care about other people's happiness. Something happened along the way oh, to yeah. that person,
0: right. Well, and this is what this is what my fiance and I always talk about because, you know, as a small business owner for him, mm-hmm. he always feels like there are people that sort of leapfrog him by not being the kindest and not being the most truthful. And he is a great, Business owner to where he'll own up if they fuck up with something or if something is not right, or he will not overbid something just knowing that somebody lives in a big house or something mm-hmm. for what they're doing. Like yeah. he is an honest person and he's like, well, I feel like so many people in business are not honest yeah. and they get away with it and yeah. then they're rich. Oh, yeah. And he's like, and we're still trying to, like, be on the come up by being honest and truthful. And he's like, well, when do you just say, fuck it? I just want to be like, like the other people and not care, you know? Mm. And I think that's where you have to make a conscious decision of, like, how do you want that to feel on you? Do you want to, you know, f- screw people over and cheat them out of money and then say, oh— well, we can buy a nice house and don't, we can go on vacation. You gotta live with but yourself. knowing yeah. that I just screwed people and I wasn't honest with them, yeah. And to me, that's where I'm like, I would rather not make that much or be that successful if I know that I have brought people down mm. around me. Because yeah. I want everybody above with me to rise with me.
1: Agreed. But I I think sometimes that particle is missing from the people that are doing that, and that's how mean? they do it so easily. Oh,
0: because they don't. Like, they don't care what other people around they them are doing? They don't care,
1: but also they've been taught that it's not their business, and this is just business. So this is how business works, and this yeah. is how we're going to do life. And they ha- they may have their own issues and their own traumas, and, you know, maybe they were beat as a kid and the only way to get out of this terrible I'm just making something up uh get out of this terrible situation was to go to work and uh you know how how do you succeed in work maybe they had a mentor that was like you better everyone's going to come out and take advantage of you so in order to not get taken advantage of you got to be the one taking advantage of mm. and so now you've got someone that's got like trauma from being beat as a kid and how to avoid that pain and how to look for love how do you avoid the pain of being taken advantage of you're going to take advantage of other people and this is how these people are built. Mm. And when I say how they're built, I mean how they've been built. Right. How they've been constructed right. as a human. And they would never know it because once you're in successful business, like you're making your money, maybe you've got a family going on and everything from the outside looks like looks you're doing
2: great. really well. Yeah. Maybe
1: you're like unhappy here from time to time, but you're going to just fill your extra time with like, oh, there's a side project. I'm going to build a garage. Mm. So I don't have to worry about that as much. Literally, you have the perfect life. And you don't have to really worry that much about how you got there. Mm. I just think there's a reason for all that stuff, but it does exist what you're saying.
0: Yeah, and I think as I explore history and learn more about how our society, American society, has been set up, that we have been like generation millennials. Uh, I would say Generation X a little bit. Millennials and definitely Gen Z, we are pushing back on those terms and saying that you have to be a certain way to be successful. For yeah. sure, Gen and X, I
1: think, did start that.
0: They did. They started the "I don't give a fuck."
1: Yes, that's how. That's what started it in the first place. Right. And then millennials were like, "Well, we we give a fuck, but like we just don't want to do it like like it's been done. It can right. be
2: done a different way, a better
0: way." Yeah. Right. Whereas Gen Xers. Are now raising the The Gen Gen Z's to be like, if they don't treat you right, if they don't If they make you, like, all the stuff, Holly, you and I went through in radio growing up and how we were just like, well, we'll just take it and smile because that's what we're supposed to do. That's what
1: everyone does. That's just how it is. Sorry.
0: Right. Your generation, Scott, Generation Z, y'all are like, bye. I'll go fucking be on TikTok and make six figures. I don't need to sit at your damn desk job and get you to yell at me and get you coffee when I have uh, earned skills. Now, granted, yes, there are exceptions to the rule. Well, you'll have, you know, the people from both generations that are like, Ooh, just give me, give me, oh, just gimme, gimme, gimme without doing yeah. the work. Well, there's
1: always exceptions to every, there's always outliers and every generation does not certainly follow the same, you know, uh,
0: outline. Right. But just as a broad stroke, um, like I just, and I promise you, this is way more interesting than what it sounds like. Oh, but I just um, listened to this podcast about how we got the healthcare system that we have. And, like, that was fascinating to me.
1: I actually would listen to that.
0: It was so interesting about how there are these, like, moments in history where we were almost about to get to be taken care of as a human being, and then someone would come in, and it's all about money, and say, nope. Yeah, And then— it's just been piecemealed together with this healthcare system we have. This healthcare system is an it absolute train wreck. It's just fascinating, and I have to give my props to NPR. Um, this podcast is called A Throughline, and I was uh, doing a bunch of stuff yesterday, running a bunch of errands, and so I was in the car a lot, and so I listened to several different um, podcasts that dealt that deal with history and how they connect all the dots to how we get to here. I was just in my car like. Well, damn, like the reason why our employers pay for our health insurance and it's not governmently government mandated, like that's how a lot of other countries there were this pivotal point where like other countries were like, all right, we're going to take this on as a country because we want all of our citizens to be healthy. Yeah. But then America said, no. We don't want that. Let's the employer it. is going to pay for it. And this whole private... Anyway, that gets into a whole other thing about mm. politics. But it's fucking fascinating.
1: Well, I do... I will say this. On that and on the conversation as a whole, the bigger umbrella conversation, I think the pandemic has caused a lot more people to wake up to the fact that things don't have to be the way that they were.
2: Yeah. Yes. More
1: people are learning that. And I don't know if it necessarily addresses... um um you know what we talked with the with the social media at first maybe not that part of the conversation but i will say as far as the climbing the corporate ladder type thing conversation i think that a lot of that is changing because of the last year and a half
2: yes yeah
1: um and maybe it does even it can go back to the way it was too because pe- more and more people are learning that it's cool to learn about yourself and that's why i'm such a champion of mental health because Like, why not ask yourself why? Why am I doing things the way that I'm doing them? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And then from there, all you do is you go down the next path. There's always a next path that presents itself. Mm. So it's like maybe it gave the time off from life in the pandemic, gave us time to assess ourselves, our lives, our work, all of it, and maybe we're literally in this sort of – awakening now.
0: I think so. I mean, and I, I feel it. I mean, there are things that I, I look at and I say to myself, I can't live the life that I thought I was going to live and just be okay with it. Yeah. That like, for me, for my purpose, I've got to do more to help other people understand that their life is more than what they've been told it is yeah Mm -hmm. and so how do i go about that i don't know
1: yeah that's okay that's okay
0: that's part of the process of us as a society as different generations understanding and sort of breaking those chains chains away that were given to our parents that were then passed on to us and saying that we don't have to live the life that we've been given or that we thought that we should live yes we don't have to
2: Mm, yeah
0: all right before we go (laughs) yeah come on bring on the goodbye member hold on what was i gonna say hold on uh oh there were two things (laughs) two things there was an email i wanted to read okay from katie peterson uh hi miguel i just wanted to write to say how much i love you holly and scott I found you guys after moving from Chicago here in the fall of 2017. And I have to say, your show is fantastic and makes my drive to work more enjoyable. Your morning show is by far my favorite I've ever listened to. You three have the best chemistry and are so real. It's refreshing to hear authentic people on the radio. I'm newish to podcast. Sorry. I am newish to podcast and love that we, the audience, get to know you guys more. And it makes me feel like we are friends and I really. And I really know you. Anyway, keep on being your fun selves. Sorry, this podcast wasn't so fun. Uh, (laughs) I would love some show swag to proudly display on my car if possible. Thank you so much, Katie. And I will get that to you. Thank you so much. Thanks, Katie. That's really cool. Mm
2: -hmm.
0: Also, in the podcast Hot 50 for July of 2021, we have jumped spots from 22 last month to 15. Good Lord. 15 out of 50 podcasts in the nation from Podcast Magazine. That's That's massive. huge. Holy crap. Crazy.
1: That's so cool.
0: So thank you so much. And if you would go vote, we would appreciate it. It's podcastmagazine.com slash hot 50. Okay. Wow. That could be a top podcast.
1: I should probably vote. Holly
0: yeah, Chicago. I should too. I don't know. Why I'm do going to put it on my Instagram in today on the story, then you can swipe up and go. Oh, there you go. Yeah, but, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah so podcastmagazine.com slash hot 50. And if you want some swag for being into platypus pasta, you can always shoot me an email, miguel at hot1015 tampabaycom Scott at the Body, what's your social media?
2: At Scott Tavlin, S-C-O-T-T-T-A-V.
0: L-I-N Holly
2: Radio Holly on TikTok
1: Twitter and Instagram
0: Miguel Fuller for me on everything and please leave us a rating we